things are more emotional and bring families closer together than the sport of football, the athleticism, the brute force, the close wins, and the heartbreaking losses. No team has nurtured that family bond better than the Green Bay Packers, and no place resembles that true football spirit better than the frozen tundra. Many people say you don't become a Packer fan. You're born that way. You bleed green and gold. Now, here are your hosts, father and son, Mike and Sean Reagan, with the Bleeding Green and Gold podcast. Welcome to week 14 of Bleeding Green and Gold. I'm Mike. I'm Sean. The Packers get a big win. Against a not-so-good team, 24-12. to 12. Against the Rams. We're coming back off the bye. It's been a little while since we've talked to you guys, and nice to come back and get the win. We are in pretty much playoff mode, fighting for our lives in Green Bay. So yeah. it's, it, it, would, it would have been really bad if we would have lost, lost to the Rams. <laughs> I mean, they've been decimated by injuries. Their quarterback has only been there for like a week. Mm-hmm. And uh, But the good news is we've won consecutive games for the first time since, do you know which week? And the last Two? time we won four. Okay. <laughs> so I'm. I, you can say I'm not at the hopium point yet. If we, uh, if we win in Miami, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll start getting a little fired up about this. Oh, I'm hitting the hopium pretty hard. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're so we're six and eight now. Um, if we win out, we'll be nine and eight with uh, I think I saw seventy-two percent chance of making the playoffs. And I don't know what it is now, but before this game against the Rams, I know they had us at a twelve percent chance of winning out, which mm. is weird because you know. It it depends on how the team plays. It's kind of weird to have a statistical probability on if we win out when we can go out there and play like poop and then it doesn't, none of the stats matter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they look pretty good overall. What did you think of the game? I would agree. I uh, I felt like there was parts that have been missing for most, if not all, the season that we were really getting, I would say, all facets pretty good. Defense, offense, mm-hmm. special teams. Special teams, holy cow. Um, yeah. How about yourself? That uh, Overall, I was very happy with the game. I got very frustrated on third and long when we were on defense because, it. I mean, at this point, it felt like the Rams should have kneeled on first and second down and just thrown it third and long <laughs> because we'll just drop back and give it to them. <laughs> Uh, but man, it does seem that I don't know why. Like, so third and 16, we're so far off the ball and backing up that we still get they still get like a curl route for a first down and we can't get to them in time. Why are we not fixing this? But we we did a lot better against the run on defense this game, which was nice to see. That's been such a weak point for us. Um, so overall, I was very happy with the game. The Third and long, I was frustrated with. I got pretty frustrated at the end of the first half where when we were on our last drive of the half, there was multiple plays where I'm like, how are they not calling hold? Or when we were on defense, because mm-hmm. they they would literally have, we'd have guys through the line and they'd have their arm around their neck holding yeah. them back and they're yep. not calling anything. And then we get the kickoff return. Really nice return by Keyshawn Nixon to set us up in the... uh Ram side of the field and they call it back on the ticky tacky holding call that Mm -hmm. wasn't a hold even if it was it wasn't near the ball wouldn't have affected the play I'm like now you call a hold (laughs) yeah I I was frustrated with that but I I think that the only consistent thing with the refs now are is inconsistency Mm -hmm. it's you know game to game I watched quite a bit of football this weekend and um, it's just all over the board. It, it, it's yeah. just it was a lot of bad calls this game, but I don't think it was necessarily for one team or the other. It was just bad calls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, you know, going to our pseudo 
conspiracy theory with keeping games close. So we we won by uh, 12, and that was the biggest win of the week of any team. Uh Biggest margin. All the other games were closer. You had three big comebacks. The crazy record-setting comeback by the Vikings coming down from 33 and then two other teams that came back from 17 plus, but every game close in a season that has had more close games than ever before. So I don't know. Seems odd. What's the, what's (laughs) new this year with the NFL? I'm not sure where you're trying to lead me here. (laughs) They're okay with gambling. Oh, the betting. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. And and not only are is gambling legal, but ratings are lower than they have been in decades. Viewership ratings. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Why They've been that? going down each year. I'm not sure why. Hmm. Um, so I think that's a big motivation to keep close games, keep people tuned in through the fourth quarter. Because um, they've been saying they're trying to find ways to add more ads or commercials into the games to make up for the lower viewership, which... Mm. punish the people who are sticking around you know that's right that's <laughs> like if you ever go to a webinar and they say it starts at 7 p.m and you get there on time and they go well we're gonna wait a few minutes here for folks that are running behind it's like that's called punishing the punctuals and so what happens is you just create a system where everybody shows up late because you wait they don't mm. want to sit there and wait for 10 minutes but anyway i got i off on the side rail there a little bit (laughs) but in a lot of ways i think the packers looked really good this game i think our offense got back on track more than they have been a lot of the season and just overall we had a good game like it felt like we were controlling the other team more than we have since the beginning of the season since like week Mm -hmm. two you know we look like a better team and we played like a better team and as we know, this year we played teams that we should have beat, and we didn't. And mm-hmm. we should have beat the Rams, and we did. So we got some folks healthy again, too. Yeah, so that and we've had three games that could have gone either way, close games right at the end, calls that made it go one way or the other. Like We could easily be a 8-16 and 16 right now, which would completely change the playoff mm-hmm. picture. Um, so it but it's nice to see him coming together. It seemed to make a huge difference to have Romeo Dubs and Christian Watson on the field together and healthy. I agree. Especially now. They had a weird comment during the game that Roger said it really helped once he started watching film and meeting with the wide receivers later in the season. Mm-hmm. Why is that not a normal thing? I don't know. They said the same thing on the TV. It's like, <laughs> why? I, I never heard that before that that just figured everybody did that you know yeah. <laughs> i was like well no wonder they're not on the same page they they and mess up and then never have a chance to talk about what they should have done instead and that's i mean who knows the inner workings but to me that'd be kind of like something where the head coach would go aaron come on let's get this figured out here mm-hmm. but who i don't know how much is legit that it's like t- even tom brady has come out and said you can't believe 90 percent of what i say when I'm talking about football, yeah, you just regurgitate stuff. So who knows if Aaron, if mm-hmm. that was true or not when Aaron said that? Because I think sometimes they get a a kick out of it and they go, "Oh man, they believe me! I can't believe they shared mm-hmm. that." Uh, pretty game, pretty good game overall for Rodgers. <laughs> he uh, twenty two of thirty, two hundred twenty nine yards, a touchdown, and an interception. Interception that he hugely overthrew Lazard on. Oh my god! Uh, for the pick, I don't know if it. I'm guessing it must have been a miscommunication. He thought Lazard would keep going upfield. Lazard found a hole in the defense. If it was a miscommunication, I think Lazard probably made the right call, and it was a mental error by Rogers. Um, or you could in also cover look at two. It you're a... supposed to kind of set settle down into that gap. Um, you could look at it too. I mean, it, Aaron just with that thumb and it being cold, he might have just mm-hmm. overthrown it. It, it yeah and then the miscommunication with watson at the end of the game not that it really mattered if they scored on that final drive but he had that quick out to watson at the goal line 
and Watson just didn't even turn to see it coming. Nope. They showed Rogers kind of like signaling. Yeah, rubbing um, his at the his line. Arm. And they have talked the last few weeks that Rogers has like 20 plus signals for the receivers and they're mm-hmm. not written down anywhere. They just kind of got to learn on the go. It's like, well, no wonder that's a little confusing for rookies. <laughs> like, you know, why? Why and they're not, not even in the same room? <laughs> why not write them down? Why not show pictures and say it's just he's, like you work in probably any restaurant? A weird conspiracy theorist. He thinks they're gonna find him and <laughs> something and get him out to the rivals. I don't know. <laughs> you work at any restaurant, they have a picture when you in the kitchen. This is what mm-hmm. you're supposed to cook. This is what it looks like. These are the ingredients. Um, just make it easy. Why make it difficult? But. It was the second straight week that uh, we had multiple rushing touchdowns. Um, we've had four in the last two games after having just four rushing touchdowns in the first 12 games of the season. And Yeah, uh, and we were calling for that every week that they weren't doing it. Run the ball. We have two great running backs, a good run-blocking offensive line. Um, so it was nice to see them doing it. Uh, A.J. Dillon was really pounding the ball when he was in there. His first touchdown, he just ran through the defender at the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did go out with possible concussion. Um, let's see. Is he on the injury report with a No, nope, he's not. I, uh, he's not. So Matt okay. LaFleur said today that A.J. has cleared the protocols. Good. So That's good. He should be fine. Yeah, he, it'll be nice to have him for Miami. That's good to see. Um. Can so he yeah, run he had, in, in Florida, though? I mean, he's he loves the cold weather. Can he run in warm weather? I think he'll manage. Uh, two rushing touchdowns for Dylan, 36 yards. Jones had 90 yards rushing and another 36 through the air with a touchdown. Um, that touchdown he got me won me my fantasy playoff game. <laughs> I, I needed, I think I told you, big game out of Aaron Jones. Uh, and he got half a point above what I needed. And I was like, all right, as long as nothing goes bad, I'm good. Next play, he fumbles and loses two fantasy points. I'm like, oh my God, I'm losing again. And then they put in Patrick Taylor instead. I'm like, I'm not going to (laughs) win. But he got just enough for me. Um, It was throwing me off. I I told you I needed a big game of Aaron Jones. I texted you that and you you said, let's go, AJ. I thought you meant AJ Dillon. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you're cheering for the other running back now? <laughs> I didn't want to type out A A R O N. Yeah, it's J-O-N-E. a lot of letters. <laughs> it's that man, it is. <laughs> so, um, uh, quarterback, uh, we got uh, Baker Mayfield, which, man, talk about a guy whose career is just going sideways. Um, he had uh, 12. Catches for 21 attempts, finished with a rating of 67.8. And then uh, Aaron was 22 of 30 with a rating of 92.2. Yeah. Rodgers did get sacked three times, um, but a lot of that was him holding the ball quite a Mm -hmm. long time um, and not finding guys open and taking the sack. I think overall he had really good protection from the line this game. They were not getting much pressure on him at all. Um, and hopefully we can get Bakhtari back from Miami. Yeah. And overall, like our, our offensive line has really come together at the end of the season here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zach Tom has shown that he's, you know, really solid piece on that line and can fill in some gaps. Alton Jenkins playing well. Uh, on the other side of the ball, though, you know, we've been worried about getting a pass rush with Rashawn Gary out for the season. He, not only was getting most of our sacks, but he was opening up other guys because he's getting double teamed. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of pressure on Baker Mayfield this game. Uh, five sacks for 27 yards on Baker, but also just a lot of other pressures and getting getting to him. So that was really nice to see. Hopefully we can keep I, that uh, going against the Dolphins. They've struggled to protect Tua of late. So I like the... Uh... The one sack of Baker where I can't remember who it was, but basically he was holding him by his ankle and he tried to throw it and he thought better of it. And then he just kind of went, okay, fine. And he, he laid down. It's like, 
there's you can definitely tell he's uh there's not a ton of confidence there mm-hmm. yeah he doesn't i mean what do you expect from a guy that's coming to a team for um you know just maybe eight days i think i don't yeah. I'm sure how long was it been there they showed was it five head coaches he's already had or was it more than that? yeah it was five five <laughs> that's crazy and we talked about that before where that's the thing in the nfl you get drafted and you go where you're drafted and then you just kind of throw luck up into the air and hope that you get the right coach and the right coordinator and mm-hmm. they, they use you to your best ability yeah i mentioned zach tom there filling in for bakhtiari and uh he played 71 snaps at left tackle only allowed one hurry on rogers no that's awesome so it's good to see that we have good backup because mm-hmm. obviously we know bakhtiari he's great when he's in there but he's not the most reliable to be able to play as of late <laughs> the last couple right. of years um so nice to see right after you got that contract too yeah exactly that that seems to be how it goes a lot of the time. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of times you see guys regress just because they lose that drive. With Bakhtiari, it's just injury after injury, though. Did you read about his uh, appendectomy and how that came about? No. He was at, I think it was Friday. He um, um was at home with his wife and he was talking to her and he said he goes god i must have got punched or something in my gut it just doesn't feel good and so he, the next day i don't i might be off a day or two here but um the next day he went in and he talked to the trainer and trainers looking at him and just stuff he goes you know we're going to send you to the team doctor and the team doctors that like, we should do an mri and then the nurse came in after they did it and said uh the doctor will be here shortly to talk to you and baktari's like well that's never good mm-hmm. if it's fine they'll say go um, and he said, well, we need to do an emergency appendectomy. And, um, and they, I mean, it was close apparently that he said, the problem is that you're hurting at this time of the year, everything, it, different parts of it, you just make excuses. <laughs> what else is there? Yeah. <laughs> and then you, uh, you get in the game and somebody could have hit him and he would have just, you know, the adrenaline, he's not going to really notice it. He's just going to shake it off. And then, mm-hmm. It can be life-threatening, so um, that's why they had a, to go about. So he's lucky he was being careful. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, glad they caught it. Um, so hopefully we get him back. Elton Jenkins looked really good this game. John Runyon, who I've been down on for a lot of parts of the year, also looked good. Um, Runyon only gave up one pressure, looked really good in the run game. Ellen Jenkins didn't give up any pressures, was also our highest graded run blocker. So overall, great game by the offensive line. And that's where you win games, especially late in the season, these cold mm-hmm. games. It's one at the line. Um, as far as having guys back, also really nice having Romeo Dubs back. Oh, we talked yeah. about the difference of having him and Watson on the field together. Uh, five passes to Dubs. He caught all five of them for 55 yards and four of them for first downs. So he looked good. He looked like he was back back. It's hard to know when a guy has that high ankle sprain, especially at wide receiver where they have to make so many cuts, how they're going to look when they get back. But he looked really good out there. He did. It really did. And it, it just makes it harder for the defense. It's uh, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Do you want me to do my, you want to keep, yeah, let's just keep talking about this and I'll do my congratulations uh, in a little bit. Um, did you? How did you like that spin cycle for Douglas after his interception? Well, I wasn't a huge fan of the attempted lateral. Yeah, that wasn't smart. But that was, it looks was... so funny because he's like around and around. Yeah, that's why you need those tearaway jerseys. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, when he lateraled it and put it on the ground, I was like, oh my gosh, what are you doing? Um, you see about the lateral in the... Was it the Patriots Raiders game? Oh man, that wasn't a lateral. It was a a pass to the back. They threw it because you can't throw it forward. I mean, it's an overhand lateral, basically. It, but yeah, but but it was uh, it's still a lateral. Um, and, and it's, how you doing? It was in a tied game. Could have just gone to overtime, and he, yeah. he does a long lateral in 
gets it taken away for a a touchdown. They return it for a touchdown and they lose. <laughs> and, and so can uh, you imagine Belichick is like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> Someone's getting fired. <laughs> I watched who, the, who can uh, you fire? He doesn't have half of a coaching staff. He's doing everything, even the front office jobs. Um, I uh, I watched the Kansas City game with uh, your sister's boyfriend, who's from Kansas City, and their kicker had a really tough game. And he's like, he's like, oh, he's done. He's fired. He goes, Kansas City doesn't keep him around. If they start missing, it doesn't take much. They're gone. Like, you know, we could have used that thinking when uh, we hung on to the non-Aaron Rodgers for too long. Amari? Yeah. Yeah, he caught a couple more passes for the Texans. They've been using them right away in the passing game. That's a good team for him. Yeah, (laughs) he can compete. Uh, Speaking of kickers, though, I think this, uh, this game... Mason Crosby tied Brett Favre for the most games played for the Packers all time. So that is true. That's the opposite of the Chiefs. Because Crosby did go through a rough patch there a couple of years ago, and we stuck with him. Yeah. He, uh, let's see what is it? We, we drafted him in the sixth round in 2007. 722 extra points made. Uh, which is 97.3%. He's made 385 field goals, a long of 58, and has a career conversion percentage of 81.2. He's played for 255 games. It'll break the record when we beat the Dolphins <laughs> in Miami. So I I just looked, because I, I knew Crosby was already the all-time leading scorer for the Packers. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted to see what he's at now. So Crosby has, for the Packers since 07, 1,883 points. Second behind him is Ryan Longwell at 1,053. So over mm. 800 more than the guy in second place. Wow. And then it's that Don Hudson, impressive. Chris Jack, and Paul Horning. Jackie. Yeah, Chris, Chris Jackie. Jackie, Paul Horning, Jim Taylor. Never tell you, but um, when I was doing uh, radio in uh, the Fox River Valley, um, which is basically from Oshkosh up to Green Bay, <clears throat> excuse me, um, I was doing a remote broadcast where Chris Jackie was coming to this car dealership. And we had... Like we get there early and there's already a long line of people that want to meet him and get their autographs and stuff like that. And, um, so it's getting close and, um, general manager is calling Chris Jackie on his phone. There's no answer and people are getting upset and, and I can't really go on the air and talk about it because we don't have the guy mm-hmm. and it went on for a while. And finally, Chris answers the phone and goes, yeah, I decided it was a beautiful day. I wanted to go golfing instead. Like, thanks, man. Don't make us look like fools. <laughs> so now he's on your crap list. I still got paid, so yeah. I can't be too upset. And he didn't need to get paid. No, no, he didn't. <laughs> um, going back to the game here, we talked about Romeo Dubs, Christian Watson. Caught four of six targets, 46 yards. We talked about him at the goal line, not getting his head around for that one. There was a few times it felt like he was open downfield and Rodgers could have hit him, but he didn't. Uh, That's basically the only thing that was missing this game for the Packers is getting those long shot plays, you know, of 20 plus yards. Mm -hmm. Plenty of times Rodgers had a lot of time in the pocket looking for a guy and just did not find anyone that he could hit. So I'd, I'd say that's one of the big areas we didn't have. Um, otherwise, Jones and Dylan were both very involved in the passing game. I always like seeing Dylan get the... We we use Jones a lot, Aaron Jones, in the passing game, and he's always really good. But I like A.J. Dylan when we get him the ball on those little mm. like swings or screens and stuff. Because we've always talked about he catches it so much better than you would expect for a big guy. But it's also mm. nice to see him just get that head of steam, you know, 
all right, he's got the soft hands, he gets the ball, and he's already moving forward. Like, who wants to tackle him? Especially when it's, what, 15 degrees oh, or whatever it was? Yep. I like his, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, um, that touchdown he did, I think it was, like, on the two-yard line. And he, like, he kind of gets stopped before the goal line and then just keep digging. And then all of a sudden, you get about three Packer players behind him. And they push him over the line. It was like... A lot he, more of does, that. Go ahead. I was going to say he has a, an interesting um, touchdown dance. I guess it's for the holidays. Is that supposed to be the Nutcracker or something? I, I think it is. It felt like he did it the second time because the first time the guy picked him up and ruined it. And so he wanted to do it again. And he went to do it the second time and a different guy picked him up while he was <laughs> trying to do it. So. <laughs> I saw. Which he's not a small guy to be able to just go up behind him and pick him up like that. Um, overall, though, good game in the receiving game. Alan Lazard did not look great. He was out there 30 plus snaps, only targeted twice with a catch for seven yards. The other one went over his head for the interception. Um, so not great there. But overall, it felt like things were clicking more in the receiving game. We've had so many games of it's like, they're just not on the same page. So yeah, I mean, when you get the offensive line opening up holes like they are and mm-hmm. the, the running backs are running really hard. Um, and you, you know, guys are catching the ball. It's, yeah, it's, it's tough to tough to defend when you're getting both sides. Mm-hmm. You see that, uh, on game day, which would have been yesterday, we were recording on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, they released Sammy Watkins. I did. That's kind of an ouch. It seemed like an attitude thing, like the whole time. It just felt like they were talking about like certain things in the background that weren't meshing with the team. Like he was out with injury shortly after he, he got the start there. Um, but even when he came back, you know, he was moving down the depth chart. And it's not like we have a lot of depth on that chart. Right. So if you're a right. veteran receiver, like you should be able to hold a third or fourth spot. But I agree. I agree. Yeah, he's out. Um, so more important than ever to keep Dubs and Watson healthy if we can. Uh, Cobb as well, Mr. Third Down. And uh, yeah, Keyshawn Nixon. How about those returns? Oh my god. It feels like he has a chance every time he gets the ball. Why he's been on the roster. Did we not know about this? We stuck with Amari Rogers when we had a guy that could do this. Well, the conspiracists think that that was from Goot because they they put a three the third round pick on him mm-hmm. and he didn't want to give up on him, didn't want to look silly. LeFleur came out after the game and said, yeah, you're right. You should question us. We, we, he should have been in there sooner. It, it's <laughs> like he, what is it now? He, um, my hat, it's here somewhere. Like what he's done so far, he's leading the league, I think. Um, yeah, it's uh, part of my congratulations list. To Nixon, who leads the NFL with eight kickoff returns of thirty plus yards this season, and that's in five games. Yeah, he he just that's looks crazy. dangerous. You don't see many returns, not just on the Packers, but overall anymore with the way kickoffs are set up to be safer and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he he looks good. He looks like he sees the gap, and he sees a path to get open yeah, almost I every agree. time. And he's fast. He's very decisive out there. So it, yeah. it's fun to see. Uh-huh. I told your mom that I think that he's one of those people that can move their eyeballs independently. So he's got yeah. one watching the ball and another one watching the field. And as soon as he catches that ball, boom, he's gone. Boom, I said. <laughs> and he would have had another big one if it didn't get called back on that BS holding call at the end of the first half. Yeah, I, it's so hard to see that inconsistency. It's the... mm-hmm. It is. Do you want to go over... The rest of your congratulations list, I don't have sure. too much else to talk. And I was going to well, say Quay Walker had a really nice game. We've talked about, you know, he started the season big and he's kind of had some rough or kind of non-existent games recently, but he looked really good this game. He had four stops, a sack, pass breakup, 
and only allowed one completion in coverage. And he just all over the ball flying around. A lot of guys flying around, especially our linebackers this game that we haven't seen. And that was a big part of us being able to stop mm-hmm. the run. I so agree. nice to see. We've been waiting for that. Uh, congratulations to Aaron Jones. Now has 5,100 career rushing yards. That means that he is third behind Amont Green and Jim Taylor. And also congratulations to Mason Crosby, which we uh, already talked mm-hmm. about. So those were those were my three. It's it's cool to see that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's, it's always nice when it's a positive record being broken. And uncongratulations, but it was impressive. Was uh, that fifty-six yard field goal by the Rams? It was a cold night to be hitting a, a field goal that far. Talk about an announcer's jinx! Oh, it's only happened twice before. And- that's what your mom said. And I was like, well, obviously he's <laughs> going to make it now. <laughs> she said the same thing. And that, that thing uh, would have been in from like 60, 65 yards. It was. Yeah, that was right crazy. Through. He hit that thing solid. It, you know, I it, they talk so much about, oh, the, I mean, the networks love the cold weather. It, it gets talked about, talked about, talked about. Um, but I just don't think it's as big a deal. <clears throat> excuse me, with today's technology and equipment, it's not anywhere close to where it used to be. I feel the people who have it the worst are the refs because the players go back to the bench where it's heated and they got heaters on them and they got these big heavy ponchos and the refs are out there in the wind and the cold. But I'm not trying to, you know, feel sorry for them, but I just don't think it's as as hard for the players and as it used to be. Yeah. You could say that about a lot of parts of the game. I mean, you you used to wear a leather helmet, no pads, and play both offense and defense. Yeah, that's how it was when I was in high school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah. We you didn't even have shoulder pads. Leather. We, we we put newspapers on our shoulders. Half the guys don't have shoes. No, we'd swap them out. Defense comes off, they give you your shoes so you can go and play offense. <laughs> Uh, so what I was talking to before, I'm not, uh, super encouraged by this because, um, now we've beaten two teams with a combined record of seven and 21 bears, three and 11 Rams, four and 10. And our next opponents are combined 26 and 16. Miami is eight and six, but they've lost three straight Vikings. Um, their defense has been pretty porous, as we know, with that comeback. And then Detroit, man, this could be our toughest game. Could be Detroit at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, uh, it's interesting with the uh, what's coming up here. The I don't know if anybody else got a chance to watch that Minnesota game, but I did. I watched like ninety five percent of it, and I am glad that I can say. I watched history in the making. Too bad the Vikings won. The Colts had a lot of issues. Um, Jeff Saturday's Saturday, because that's when they played. Um, not uh, not so good. He uh, he had some questionable calls. He also didn't look like he was very, <clears throat> excuse me, sure on certain points. He was like turning to his other coaches and asking questions. And you get, you get, when you're asking your other coaches to give you advice, then you have to make a decision on the advice they gave. You just don't have that time. And it just doesn't, it doesn't bode well for him uh, becoming head coach. But um, it was, uh, it it was an entertaining game. It was definitely a, a perfect example of a team being ahead 33 to nothing at half coming out in the second half and just saying, okay, we just don't want to mess this up. <laughs> or we don't yeah. want to beat this up. And they really played it. It would have driven me nuts because it looks like our our secondary, 100% of the time, they're playing way off, just trying to eat up the clock. And when, mm-hmm. it, got, when it was 33 or 36 to 21, getting close, they still won't try harder. They still won't shore up the defense. It's like, well, you, you guys deserve to lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I only watched, I think I told you because I was in Iowa visiting my wife, but I, I watched the second half of the fourth quarter and then overtime. 
Um, but I, I was kind of following the score on my phone. I saw the halftime score. I was like, oh, okay. And then uh, right. you're, you're kind of watching it and you're like, I don't know. Like I not watching the game, but it sure seems like momentum has shifted here. And then, oh yeah, just craziness yeah. when you tune back in. So Matt Ryan has now been on the receiving end of the <laughs> biggest playoff and Super Bowl uh, loss from a lead comeback. And now in regular season with a 33 point loss after leading. I believe he's got three at three different things like that where he's been a part of the big comebacks. He's benched but, now. Do you see that? No. Yeah, they benched him. Um, who's who's their other quarterback they're going with? Again? I, I can't remember. remember. Um, officially announced today that he uh, will not be the starter for the rest of the season. And they're going with Nick Foles. Oh, good old Nikki. Nikki. So, Nikki B. I mean, <laughs> at at some point, it's hard to blame the quarterback fully on a 33-point loss because he, you know, it's a big part of it's the defense. Right. Um, but it's it's crazy. Some crazy games for well, the Vikings I, I, this and year. I feel like it's it's like he's the scapegoat. Because there was a lot of coaching stuff that was going on there. And mm-hmm. so it's just, you know, their season's over. So why not yeah. put the kid in? If you're a Viking fan, you've had some real, like, I hope you don't have blood pressure issues this season. Because <laughs> yeah, right. they've had some crazy games, so many close games. And now, so they're now 11 and three yep. with a plus two point differential. I know. Isn't that crazy? I, I had told you how they had a negative point differential and this crazy good record, which seemed impossible. But now they're only plus two on point differential. So um, it, it's wild. One, uh, um, you talk about the, the, hopefully you don't have a bad heart. It just reminded me of when it was the cardiac pack. I do. When they were they were coming <laughs> up and they were getting better and better. And then every once in a while they'd win these close games and you were getting to 500, maybe a little bit over. And and you just kind of started to believe that they can win some of these games. It was, <laughs> it was fun. That was the start of turning things back okay. after three decades of losing. Is that the Don Mikowski leading into the Brett Favre yeah, years? Magic Man. Yeah. Um, and then he gets hurt and Favre comes in and he yeah. never goes out. Cardiac pack. I like it. I remember uh, years back when the Bengals were winning all these crazy close games and comebacks. They were the cardiac cats. <laughs> um, I like that after the game, Rogers was interviewed on the sideline and they asked him um, if the pack and went out. And he's like, oh, yeah, 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 we, we definitely can. And um, and I got this from ESPN. They said uh, perhaps, like you mentioned earlier, the fact that Romeo Dubs had five catches, 55, Watson four catches, 46, both healthy, back on the field. The running backs, 197 total yards from scrimmage. And the Packers sacked Baker Mayfield five times. And, man, that's... Some of those were he's lucky he didn't get sacked because there was so much pressure on him. It was mm-hmm. it was crazy. Um yeah, yeah. it was just it's, it was fun. I turned to your mom and I it go, was fun. God, it feels like they're they're really coming around. Yeah, it's kind of reminiscent, very different the way the team's set up. And you know, we do still have a lot of rookies on offense, but it's a little reminiscent of that 2010 season where we were just so injured all season losing big key guys and then just started to get healthy at the end of the season to win out squeak into the playoffs still won out but still needed help some crazy things to happen they make it in and then they go and win the super bowl i remember a guy i worked with um he uh you know i was just like hey i'm happy we're we made it but we've looked like doo-doo all season and don't expect us to win one, let alone two, in the playoffs. And he's like, no, no, no. No, people do not want to play the Packers right now in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They we got dangerous. Really we started getting so a lot of turnovers. Cool. Hey, did you hear that uh, Alexander made the Pro Bowl? It, it's hard to bet against Rodgers anytime. That's true. 
he always makes it feel like the Packers can win any game. Um, I did see that about Jair Alexander. That's cool. Hopefully he doesn't. Hopefully he doesn't get to go. Right, right. <laughs> that would be awesome. Sorry, buddy. Um, and I, I know I texted this to you, but one of the things that the NFL loves to do is they like to take warm weather teams, put them in Green Bay, and take Green Bay, put them in a warm weather situation. Um, it's a long way off. It could probably change a couple of times before, but the game on Sunday in Miami. The forecast right now is cloudy and 58 degrees, which would be fantastic. And the Packers are currently five and a half point underdogs. So, okay. I, I, I hadn't looked at the okay. betting line. Yeah. Yeah. I hadn't looked at the line. So that's interesting. Um, well, I mean, good chance we'll be underdogs. And I would guess the last three games here. So <laughs> I would hope so. And then if well, we make the playoffs, we, we... we'll be underdogs in those games. So let's say it happens. The miracle happens. We make the playoffs. We make a run. We win the Super Bowl. Does Rodgers retire? No. No? Why would he? He's got a young team. Yeah. I don't know. He's flirted with it the last few years. You don't think he wants to go out on top? Uh, Maybe he can do another. Maybe he can make a Brady run and he could tie Brady for all the Super Bowls. Maybe. He's never really talked about the... (laughs) Long longevity, wanting to play till he's fifty, like Brady. Mm-hmm. He just wants to go to the jungle in Brazil and drink his tea. How do you say that? Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. Yeah. Oh, that's from uh, <laughs> leaves from some bush or something. I think. Yeah, it's a plant that they turn into a tea that you drink. And he felt like um, he had a million I, I, hands on his body all at once. You remember him <laughs> saying that in the interview? No, I don't. <laughs> like, come on, man. We all know you're a hippie. Don't make it worse. <laughs> over, Mr. Immunized over there. Um, that's, I Packers injury report. We're not going to have anything today for Tuesday. It is up. Is it? Yeah, it's up. I got an old one. Is it... Uh... Oh, is this an old one? Yeah. Okay. Maybe I didn't notice that. You can look for week 16, but I don't think it's going to be there. Oh, it is week 15, isn't it? Okay. Yeah. So that's not going to be there. Oh, but that's okay. Do you uh, do you have a individual that should get the game ball, sir? <clears throat> I believe I do. Well, let's do the game ball. Congratulations, linebacker Quay Walker. Big game after some some iffies. He came in with four stops, one sack, one pass breakup, and allowed one completion in coverage over 43 snaps, missing only one tackle. That's impressive. Yeah. That's really great impressive. game. I, I thought maybe you were going to give it to Nixon. but Oh, that'd be a good one, too. I was actually... Uh, my. Honorable mention was going to be Romeo Dubs coming back from injury with his four first downs, catching all his passes. How cool is it? I posted this on Nixon. Reddit. You got to score on the return if you want our game ball. Okay. Wow. <laughs> um, with them. Uh, gosh, you now you made me forget what I was going to say. Okay. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Are you ready for the picks, sir? I believe I am. We got quite a few to, to go, go back over to week here. 14? Yeah, because we picked through the bye week, knowing we wouldn't be recording. All right. So going back week 14, we didn't have too many to pick that week, but we went into it. Mike plus three. Uh, if you go back, we had Raiders at Rams. I took Raiders. You took Rams. The Rams won it by one point. Darn. <laughs> that was a little underwhelming wasn't it <laughs> darn <laughs> uh, then we had Vikings at Lions I bet on the Lions even though they've been hurting me in the picks all year and the Lions won it 34 to 23 
Yeah, they look good. Dolphins at Chargers. You took Wait a minute. Dolphins. You know, who, who did I pick? What? In the last on the, one? On the Lions and Vikings. You took Vikings. Okay. I just want to make sure we're keeping yep. score here. And you got the Dolphins, Chargers. You took the Finns. I took the Chargers, and the Chargers won it. They did. And then we both took the Pats to beat the Cards, which they did. So then we went into last week when we didn't have the recording. Mike plus two. It's getting close. I've been eking my way back all season. It's getting close. Mike plus two, 49ers at Seahawks. I took the Niners. You took the Seahawks. The 49ers win at 21-13. We both take Mm -hmm. the Vikings to beat the Colts, and after the crazy comeback, they do it. We both thought the Eagles would beat the Bears, and we were correct. I took the Lions. That was a close game. I was surprised, though. It was a close game. Bears Bears hung Mm -hmm. in there. I took the Lions to beat the Jets at home. You took the Jets, and the Lions are helping me out in the pick'em. I'm glad I stuck with the fighting Dan Campbells. (laughs) Bite those kneecaps. That's right. And then the last three picks, we we went the same way. We had the Saturday night primetime game. Bills at Dolphins. Bills won it. We were correct. Then uh, Sunday night, we both thought the Commanders would beat the Giants, and we were both wrong. And then we both took the pack to beat the Rams. Meaning, we go in to this next week. Dun, 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 dun. Tied up. Tied up. <laughs> well, I purposely picked a couple of games. Sure. Yeah. I like uh-huh. this. I like this. This is great. It's not fun to kick your butt every year. You know, I just, I got to do what I got to do. <laughs> I, uh, I talked about, we need like a traveling trophy for the Pick'em game. I did see one. I was at a mall with Amina this weekend. They had a Dundee award, which is from the office. They're like, kind of like joke trophy that they give away for their annual awards the dundies um i didn't get it because it was about three inches tall and 25 dollars oh wow (laughs) but we'll find something we'll find something use something like this no no yeah for the (laughs) non-viewers aka all of you he held up a (laughs) yellow smiley face stress ball Yeah, smiley face stress ball. No, we'll find some kind of trophy. I feel like it needs to be, you know, like a thrift store or something, maybe a dollar store, just something, an actual trophy. How about, trophy. A, how about a, how about like a cast iron pan? That'd be cool. And that we can use it while we, uh, while we wait for the next year. I feel like you're a little confused on what the concept of a trophy is. <laughs> <laughs> That's a trophy to get a nice cast iron pan. I love that, cast. That's iron. an award, maybe, but I'm talking about a, a trophy. <laughs> you know, the gold thing on the stand. <laughs> I'll like just give Wisconsin me a nice and... vacuum. <laughs> I did. Do you remember when uh, one year your mom was, um, there was like stuff that she wanted in the kitchen and other things. And so I went to a store and I went through and like, I got her like a new can opener a new mixer an under-the-counter radio and just a bunch of stuff like that and it's like and then i told people that i worked with and they're like oh man you know you should start packing she's gonna hate it she's gonna you you guys are in for divorce (laughs) you you gotta know your wife like i i just texted you this weekend so it was amina's birthday last week and when we got together here got her gifts and i got her a few things um but her favorite by far she was over the moon was the dsm-5 uh text revised psychological diagnostic it's crazy man she was so excited she was jumping up and down i was like you gotta know your audience you know (laughs) (laughs) also not a easy thing to find by the way really it's a newer edition and had to go to multiple Barnes and Nobles, and then it wasn't there. They had to find it in the back. They hadn't even bothered to put it out. They said no one asks for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. So we did we did our two weeks of games, correct? That's right. And now okay. we got, let's see. We got the picks. Four, five, six. All we right. Eight so. picks coming up for this week. So are we doing are we doing Saturday night games? 
Yeah, just the Saturday night game because we have a lot of it's mostly Saturday games this week with yeah, Christmas it is. Eve. Eleven out of sixteen um, on Saturday. Okay, yeah. So we got Thursday night, Saturday night's primetime game, and da, then da, da. the NFC North games, and then the other primetime. So starting out, we have Jags at Jets, Jaguars at Jets, Jaguar, Jaguar. I'm going um, Jags on this one. I'm going Jaguar. Okay. Jets have been kind of regressing to the mean. They started out so hot, but they're yeah, they're their quarterback situation's kind of messed up. Yeah. And then we go to Lions at Panthers noon on Saturday. Well, I know you, we're both going to pick the same one. Are we? You're, you're s- s- jumping on my bandwagon. I have been on and off all year. All right. We both picked the Lions. I see what you're doing here. I see. You're scared. You, you've been watching your lead eke away. Eke away. Eke away. Eke away. Giants at Vikings. Who you got? Uh, you, you're a little different. Uh, Giants at Vikings. I'm going to probably go off of what maybe I'm wrong, but I'm going to go with the Giants. Okay. I think that one. they might have a little bit of a hangover. After that, that win, the Vikings. Yeah, I'm going Vikings on this one, especially okay. at home. I think they got it. Giants look good though against the Commanders. I we both picked the Commanders, but yeah, Giants got a good win there. And then we go to Bills at Bears. Oh, this is an easy one. All right, so I got Bills, you got Bears. <laughs> <laughs> so All both right. of us have the Bills. Yeah, we both got bills. Then we go to Saturday night, Saturday night prime time. Raiders at Steelers. No, 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 um, no, no, no. I'm gonna go with the uh, Steelers. Okay, this is a tough one. Uh, it is kind of. I could go either way on this one. Raiders, especially the Raiders got that big win, you know, against uh, the latter. What's his name? <laughs> Belichick. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, but who's the who's the head coach for the Raiders? Um, oh, um, Chucky. He, he was with the. Uh, no, he hasn't been there. Not um, anyways, he was worked with Belichick for like two decades, and Josh McDaniels. There you go. Thank you. Um, so, like I said, I'm going to go with the Steelers. Okay, I'm going to go Raiders on that one. Makes okay. me nervous. They they find a way a lot this year to blow big leads or games they should win but I'm going to go with them Packers at Dolphins I'm taking the pack the pack give me the pack pack. which way you going the pack okay (laughs) and then we go to Sunday night football Bucks at Cardinals boy the Cardinals look like mm, um, so I'm going to go with the Bucks okay yeah Cardinals don't look great. Bucks are so hit or miss. But they, I'm they, going. They really are. I'm going Bucks because they're fighting for their playoff. Yeah, what are they like? The playoffs and it's hard to got bet like against five wins and they're in first place in the uh, NFC South. Why aren't we in that division? <laughs> yeah, we had our years in the NFC North. Bucks used to be in our division. Yep, Tampa I remember Bay was, it was in the stupid. NFC North. It is weird, but that happens a lot. You know, as they like, expand, why are why is the Dallas Cowboys in the NFC East? Well, because it is Southeast. No, it's not. I know it's not. That's <laughs> like when I lived in Oklahoma and they called it the Midwest. I'm like, no, this is South. They is just it? don't want to be in the South. That's like <laughs> uh, Jenny's, my sister, your daughter, her boyfriend, Arrow, saying growing up in Missouri that it's the Midwest. No, you're from the South. You just don't want to think that <laughs> chargers at colts i think i'm gonna go with monday the night you're going colts or bolts 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 chargers i got that <laughs> hmm that's yeah that's the way i was gonna go too yeah i'll stick with chargers still probably probably licking some wounds in indy there with Jeff Saturday. Yeah, I, and then, you know, who knows how well Saturday is going to be able to handle that. I mean, that's, you are part, as an interim head coach in NFL history, 
trying to come back. So how are you going to handle that, Jeff? <laughs> on on the other side, you did have one of the best halves in history. <laughs> yeah, <The> first half. <laughs> yeah, it, it just uh, he he just there. Like I said earlier, he just there were times he looked confused. He was talking to his his assistants, and it's like it just. You can't do that. You have to make decisions. Yeah. You have to be willing to make wrong decisions. You don't have time. Otherwise, you know, it is the wrong decision to be indecisive as well. That's true. And you can't play scared. We've seen that a lot over the years with the Packers. That was, I expect, you remember with Tom Capers? We get like a seven, 10 point lead and it's like we're just protecting the lead, playing soft. Basically the Joe Barry defense all the time. I just, I think they reincarnated him. You think so? Yeah. Or, or they went in for that, where they do that surgery where they make him look like somebody else. I'm, I really, you know, I'm not one of these Packer fans that wants us to lose, play for a draft pick, things like that. Um, I always want them to fight. Always want them to try to make the playoffs. Partly because, you know, you only get so many seasons as a fan. If mm-hmm. If you're, Playing for a draft pick, that's another year just kind of in the books. Yeah, and least. you only get so many seasons with a Hall of Fame quarterback as well. Uh, but it is... Um, oh, shoot. Where was I going with this? You're um, not one of those fans that wants yeah. to play, play for the pick. You want to lose games so you can... Mm. Nah, do, I, I kind of lost it. Do, yeah, do, do, do. that's okay. You're not old enough to do that. I am I am old enough that I can say, forgive me, I'm old. Nah, I'm drunk. No, you're not. You don't <laughs> drink. <laughs> you don't know me. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right, man. Are you good? I'm good. So we're tied up in the pick'em and we differ on two games coming up. Cool. So, I'll be up by two next week. Or still tied. <laughs> Who knows? But it's it's going to be fun coming down to the wire here. You know, we, we're in the playoffs pretty much at this point. You know, it's one of those seasons where you got to keep winning. So every game's a playoff game. Mm-hmm. I agree. Are we eliminated if we lose a game? I don't think so, but, it, but it's, it's pretty, pretty much eliminated, right? Yeah, it's minuscule. Okay. We did eliminate the Rams officially. Did you see that? Yeah, we did. Yeah. That's kind of fun. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. And the Vikings won the NFC North. I remembered what I was going to say. We've been calling for Joe Barry to get fired, or at least I have, most of the season. Not happy with the way he calls the defense. I think he's wasting a lot of good talent on defense. If we make a playoff run and look good. Do you think there's any chance they fire him still? Yes. I've seen a lot of people online saying if we we shouldn't make the playoffs because then that just guarantees Joe Barry stays. It's like, I don't think so. I think we could have a winning record, make the playoffs and still see him go, especially Mm -hmm. if we get a shot at Jim Leonard. Oh, Ed. Hopefully he is what we think he is if we get him. He is what we thought he is. Um, you just reminded me of the Peaky Blinders for some reason. Um, and we can't say the name that we Peaky call it. Blind- <laughs> Blinders. There's a, I was trying to come up with a couple of quotes, but they all have the F word in them. <laughs> good show. I, I just saw the, I don't, can't think of his name, but the main guy from Peaky Blinders, he has a new movie coming out where yeah, he plays Oppenheimer that. with the atomic bomb. Which is an interesting uh, thing in itself. It looks like it, it's really highlighting one of his strengths as an actor. That smoldering stare and just staring off in the distance and long shots of him looking like he's thinking. One of my favorite <laughs> scenes from The Blinders is when uh, he's kind of starting to lose it a little bit. He's like locked himself in his room in his mansion and smoking his brain out and drinking his brain out and his liver and his one of his main house people like 
sir, is there, do you want me to call a doctor? Are you okay? Because he was like really talking loudly. He's the only one in the room. He goes, no, it's okay. It's just me talking to me about me. <laughs> I like it. Have you finished that show yet? The last season? I have one episode left. I got to uh, oh, get in there. Oh, boy. I got to finish. I got to finish. <laughs> I'm still watching the re... I'm re watching reruns of Feet Phil. Somebody Feet Phil. Are you? It's it's just I love that show. Your mom loves it too. It's a Amina great end it. of the night show. Like it's just like silly, and you don't have to think too much, and then you go to bed. Amina can't stand his personality. Won't he's a little it. quirky. Yeah, he's definitely quirky. I always tease her. She doesn't like happy people. <laughs> if they're too happy, it's no good for her. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's a nice thing to say. <laughs> All right, we are officially six and eight. We beat the Rams three to go win and a chance to get in. Thank Mm. you, everyone, for listening. We're glad you're here. And until next week. Go. Pack. Go. No, 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 no. That might be copyrighted. (laughs) We might not be able to do that. We'll find out. (laughs) Cease and desist. Thank you for listening to the Bleeding Green and Gold podcast with your hosts, Sean and Mike Reagan. Make sure to subscribe and check out the website at bleedinggreenandgold.com. Join the Facebook group. All questions and comments are welcome. Send them to feedback at bleedinggreenandgold.com. And until next time, Go Pack Go! Go!